we've returned. We're back. It's a the, it's the same show, but it's a different show. I think it's a better show. It's a better show. For now, it is. It's a bit more organized. This is the Dismal Tide. Welcome. This is I'm I'm Brendan. Uh, my name's Mike. Uh, you guys know me from other things that I've done. Those films. I don't need to list them. Yeah, too many to count, really. It would just be... People would be a bit insulted. They'd, like you were talking down to them. Padding your resume with a bunch of shit that nobody cares about is very funny, though. If I listed every, uh, like, um, every bird-brained uh, idea that I've ever had and then listed them as if they were things that, like, you should know, I think that's good. Uh, I'm Mike. These are my most notable tweets. Yeah. <laughs> you may remember me from uh, the time that um, I told somebody to drown in the toilet. You may remember me from the time that uh, I said Jeff Blake can do the right thing by killing himself and got banned. <laughs> Jeff, he looks so sad when he when he like pretended to stand up for, for, for sanity. His sad eyes are really what stand out to me the most from that Kavanaugh thing. It just I, like, I, looked like he was going to cry. I didn't get banned. I got a 12-hour timeout. Which is really nothing. That's just like if you're targeting somebody and harassing them mercilessly, that pretty much puts an end to that. What re- Well, what upset me about it was just that like all these um, people who scream snowflake constantly reported me for like saying that uh, Jeff Flake uh, should do the right thing and kill himself. And just um, – and, and that's – I, oh God, it's it's pointless to like call out any sort of hypocrisy with these people because they have no shame. But just like oh, just like just scream! Oh, I'm sorry. Did it hurt your feelings? That's a like that's the thing. Like um, like anybody anybody who anyone who's just just talks about like uh, snowflakes and feelings and safe spaces, just say that you hate the troops and just watch how watch how worked up they get. <laughs> you love doing that. I, I am constantly walking on eggshells when I go home because my, my older brother is, is in the Air Force and he is aggressively in the Air Force. Like like he he brought up something he brought up that how like Donald Trump the Donald Trump thing where he accidentally exposed SEAL Team Five and like their identities. SEAL Team Five. It was, right? Six? No, there's well, the only way that you can have a SEAL Team six is if there's five other SEALs. Yeah. But I I, I know I've I've never heard anyone even mention SEAL Team 5. I know that SEAL Team 5 exists. It, it, well, he ex- like they he took pictures with them and then posted those pictures of SEAL Team 5 on Twitter. Uh, this is all straight from my older brother, and this – he's often wrong, but I don't think he's wrong about this because this is the shit he obsesses about. Um, so like – and I asked him, he's like, well, I mean, what does it matter if they see their faces? Because like if you see an American in Iraq anyway, isn't it, it just was. like a problem? You know what? You're um... – SEAL Team 5. It was uh, it, it was a, it was SEAL Team Five. Six is the famous one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They uh, they killed JFK. Anyway, this is a sports show. Uh, uh yeah, I forgot where I was going. This, is, that. A, this is a sports this show. This is a sports podcast specifically aimed at societal collapse. It's everything's dog shit. Uh, it, it's there's a lot of bad stuff out there, um, and we're gonna find it all. And um, and we're gonna read it al- aloud. Uh, I guess in our first episode, we, I don't know how often we're gonna find ourselves saying this, but uh, we'd really like if you don't harass anybody that we harass. We're gonna try and yeah, give you here, as little information on people when while we, still saying their names. We're gonna read out a bunch of posts, um, and we're gonna like look tweet at Darren Ravel all day. 
But like when it comes to specific individuals, we'd like you to not um, try to destroy them. You know, I'd, I'd say like the what we're going for here is did you just dab after you said that? No, I was burping into it. I was. Um, I'd say I was. If, to, I was. I've been drinking a lot of uh, um, uh, a lot of seltzer and then sparkling water. Drinking a sparkling water, and I'm trying to not burp into the microphone. Uh, I'd say the general uh, guideline for us would be if they have a blue check mark, I'd say go for it. Uh, these blue check marks are they're part of um, Brendan. Are you familiar with QAnon? The no. Bl- the blue check marks are part of um, the uh, global cabal, the pedophiles. Um, pedof- like they're um, people like um, a lot of, all the all the journalists, all the uh, bloggers, all the um, they're they're all in on it. Uh, I have no time for the QAnon people. Like, I don't even want to know what they get worked up about because I'm just going to be pissed. Every- I mean, it's like shit like Seth Rich is just the tippy tip of the iceberg well, they, sort of thing. Well, the best one was the red shoes one where they said that um, when there was a picture of Bill Maher wearing red shoes and everyone's just like, what's that tell you? Um, and, and upon a little bit more digging, you realize that people think the red shoes are, like a, are made from uh, children's skin. Oh, boy. Yeah, it rules, dude. Um, so, so this is a sports show. And we're we're reading out. Uh, it's finding all of the wor- not just the worst takes, but really just all the stuff that like just bums you out. Like you just like the replies that you see and just like this this sucks. Like that's this is <laughs> yeah that that's I, what the show is. For me, it's kind of like I don't think you you'd agree with my take on this, but in general. I think that most social media should be banned, and I think that the show is just going to basically be highlighting just like this is why. Well, yeah, it, a lot of people say it, and I don't know how many studies have been done on, or I don't know how many doctors would conclusively agree on this, but I feel like uh, when people say things like humans' brains weren't ready for this, uh, I agree. They're, they're right. We've all had our brains poisoned, and um, and this is the result, and this is uh, collecting all that. Um, for posterity, we're trying to get all of the we're we're trying to get all the worst shit in one place. About sports. About sports. Uh, uh, there, there are plenty of other people. Look, we're, uh, we'll inevitably end up mentioning things like well, Laura Loomer or whatever. Yeah, but we've already gone down Q and on. So like, obviously, yeah, but other people, other people do a better job of doing the political things because they're smarter. Um, Speak for yourself. So we're gonna talk about sports because they're a bunch of dumb guys. And um, talk about all the important uh, sport things like um, Jax from Vanderpump. Uh, he's got the Bruins in the Winter Classic. Uh, picking the Bruins over the uh, Blackhawks. So um, uh, that, again, the opinion of uh, Jax Taylor from uh, Vanderpump Rules. Wanted to mention that. I wanted to, that's, wanted to get that out there. I, I have a hard time enjoying like the intentionally stupid... Uh, reality TV shows like like when you were in your bachelor obsession last year it was really dragging me into it it was like I had to already be sitting in the room and be stoned as hell so I wouldn't want to move to like have any interest in watching it it just makes me sad no it's good I'm not sure if I'm in the minority there it's good it doesn't matter to me uh so you want to get this thing started yeah we, we got a few uh we got a few segments we, for you we got to read some posts 
All right, so we're gonna well we're we're gonna play a little bit of the drop right now. So let's give it a moment. First segment is called Show More Replies, and this is uh, basically for well, why don't you explain it? Because I'm not sure how you want to word it. Show More Replies is of course what you see when you uh, get when you scroll down to the bottom of uh, uh, a tweet with a lot of replies. Um, uh, not necessarily the ones that have all been filtered for quality, but you know, if uh, if if you want to hurt yourself um, by just reading the dumbest people's opinions, you just keep on going to see what people haven't even really interacted with, and that's uh, what we're trying to find uh, some of here. Um, this week we haven't uh, singled out too many uh, individual bad posts, but you know, we'll we're gonna get better at it over time. The idea, I you know, would be. If we can do any sort of uh, audience interaction here, it would be that I would love people to uh, send us the terrible replies that they see. Oh, absolutely. The more, the less work we have to actively do on accruing these things, the better. So please. Yeah. Uh, and again, um, w- without uh, dogpiling on these people, because um, that sort of, uh, you know. If you assault everyone with a bad take, we will have nothing to talk about. Uh, presumably, if you ext- extrapolate that. Yeah, there's um, uh, Brendan's uh, referencing the film uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin. Classic film. Um, yeah, we're part of the Barstool Network. Um, <laughs> yeah, I never need to see that movie ever again. So, the, uh, yeah, you, you, we don't need to... What? Yes, Mike. Oh no, we can. Well, now we can edit this out where I lost uh, my. You train lost of your train of thought. Well, yeah. I was, you know, uh, I, I was just going to repeat myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, so, uh, my first, my first post and show more replies is is by one Doug Gottlieb, who I believe works for Fox Sports. He used to work for ESPN. Yeah. But his tweet reads: If you transfer mid year during your freshman year, you should have to pay back the scholarship. It's basically a hundred k scholarship. No one else can use, and some guys leave seven to ten games in, which is a joke. So uh, Doug Gottlieb advocating for the defense of the NCAA, who obviously needs a lot of help. I'm going to – a couple things that I don't like about this. Um, number one is Doug Gottlieb's profile picture where he seems to be, be – um, he's making the soy face. Or actually – it's more of – it's actually – it's more of an earnest uh, – uh, earnest as in uh, scared stupid, not like um, – uh, not the importance of being earnest. Yeah, no, no, it's it's uh, he's it's like a, a wedding. He's making photo a photo booth he's, picture. He's making a Jim Varney esque face, and I I hate it. I don't really That's need people one. to showcase their families on social media either. I don't know why people want to do that. I don't want people anyone love, to know anything about me. People love saying uh, "dad" of uh, and 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 naming their. It'll be, it'll be like soccer player. Uh, Maggie's dad. He's a professional big mouth. Uh, additionally, uh, I really, really don't like him calling a scholarship a scholarly. I, I think that was to save all. characters. You know, uh, even then, that's like, um, you know, like you go into uh, a chain restaurant and they uh, put a menu item on there that it's almost like they're trying to embarrass you, but by if you order it. I do. I remember uh, it's a hula hands, and um, their their nachos were called the macho nachos, and like, and I and I think it's so degrading to have to say it out loud. 
I, I always think of the time, the only time I ever cut class in high school, and I went to Denny's. Uh, I, I just cut first period, so we just went and got breakfast. And a friend of the show, who I'm sure we will hear from at some point again, uh, another Mike, uh, said, I, I, I would like the, the uh, eggs over my hammy, please. And just not just pointing at the menu and saying, like, the eggs over that, please. Just like, and saying the whole thing is just so much funnier. They, yeah. It'd be funnier at like a, like a mom, off your notifications, mom and pop restaurant where like you know they chose all these things. Uh, it's not quite as fun at like a Denny's because like these people don't want to be here, but it's still good. Um, so, like, is he advocating that like if you want to transfer schools, you should have to like literally pay for like your half a semester? Or is he saying that, like, the schools should be able to still use that scholarship slot? Yeah, um, I, I think it's a bit of both. And, of course, college students are famously rich. Everyone knows this. Well, as many people as we can pump into the Fannie Mae system is really the best thing for the economy. Um, the good news is um, most of the people replying to him are telling him to shut the fuck up. Um Everyone, uh, yeah, has and and then of course it, it's brought in some uh, resistance grifters. Uh, Charlotte Clymer is in there. Um, love to see, uh, love to see that sort of thing. Um, we love to see. Um, hang on a second. What? The 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 best comment was from Jason Williams. Uh, basketball Duke basketball player. Uh, who did he play for? Was he a bull before he got into that motorcycle accident? I think he was a bull. Very briefly. I don't even think he ever actually played. I he think he was in the played. preseason. I think he played. Uh, who 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 asked him if he gave back the money for his scholarship after he got kicked out of Notre Dame for credit card credit card fraud? I almost said fraud. Uh, after he got kicked out of Notre Dame for credit card fraud in 1996, and uh, he is one of these people. He being Doug Gottlieb, that uh, thinks that once they apologize for something, then it's just like it's good. They can just they can talk about whatever they want in any context because he said sorry. And like to be fair, I read his I think it was Players Tribune. I'm not sure where his article came where he apologized illicitly for it. But basically, like the, the article is just like, hey, I get constantly harassed every day on Twitter. Not a week goes by where somebody doesn't bring this up. So like, here's my apology, and it just kind of just like it. it it seemed semi-genuine, but on the other hand, it just seemed like, hey, guys, like, leave me the fuck alone. Like, I know what I did. Uh, Jay Williams uh, never played for the Bulls. Huh. Okay. His, his accident, when did he get— The accident happened on June 19th. What year? You're gonna, well, I've already switched to the Wikipedia for Plainfield, New Jersey, because that's where he's from. Damn. Uh, 2002, second overall pick. Oh, two. I was going to say oh, three. Mm. Uh, You know— also, how did I lose a Gottlieb tweet? Uh, also, all anyone who replies, with, I'm really sick of gritty. Gritty's over. Uh, yeah, I'm okay with that. It, it, like, just let him exist in like a Philly fanatic fashion for a while. You know, I'm scrolling here and I'm trying to find people who support. Um, oh, I didn't take. find anyone. Um, most of it is just like helping him clarify. Like we did, he's like, "Do you mean that like the school should still be able to use the scholarship?" Because like I agree with that, but I'm not <laughs> sure about the other side of this. Where like, hey, hey, why don't you get a student loan? The the first the first one I see um, is from Felix saying, "That's right, dude. Thank you for thinking of this." Yeah, I didn't realize and then, that. Uh, and I think someone Felix then in earnest thing. replying, 
with the Doug Gottlieb credit card theft uh, story in the LA Times. Um, <laughs> so, uh, oh God. It's just like, uh, what sort of self aware? It'd be like if. No, I'm not going to bring up a Trump. You got called Gug Dotlieb. Got him. He's <laughs> dead, dude. I just like it requires like the tiniest bit of self awareness to not comment on that sort of thing. Like what? I don't know. I don't. I don't care for this. I don't care for him. I've never liked Doug Gottlieb. When he was on ESPN, I'd listen to him a bit more because he was just like more present in my life. I really Fox Sports is definitely the worst sports network. Barstool is the worst sports thing, but they don't have a channel. But Fox Sports has got all the worst people on it. They got uh, Skip and Shannon and Doug. Shannon Sharp's pretty good. I mean, like yeah. I'm not gonna watch his hot take show, but like watching, um, uh, like watching just his actual NFL analysis is uh, is solid. Okay, and he's uh, I really and, just like ignore him. He's in also general. he's uh, pretty good on social issues as well. Yeah, he, he, from what I've constantly... seen, don't send me the one time that he said uh, bought into. Uh, yeah, I, I, just, I was just gonna say talk about like Jews run the government or something, but I don't think that's. <laughs> uh, I don't think he said that. I'm not gonna try to relate him to that. <laughs> that did not happen. <laughs> I found one person saying, "I have thought about the players sitting the bowl games. Just make them pay back one semester because they aren't meeting the end of their bargain." There you that's go. That's the closest I've come to anybody saying that they agree with this. Yeah, and even then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So our next show more reply is a uh, a slew of GoFundMe's for fans raising money to sign superstar players to their teams, specifically this year. Yeah, well, the yeah, the, this uh, GoFundMe is, is an extension of the social media world, um, and while not a social network itself necessarily, um, when these sort of things happen, this falls within our purview. Uh, in this specific case, we were talking about teams from uh, fans from Fort Bryce Harper and Manny Machado. We were talking about fans from the White Sox, the Yankees, the Cardinals, and the Mets trying to raise enough money to fund Bryce Harper to join their team. And for Manny Machado, by the way, if you're making a GoFundMe for the fucking Yankees, like, are you kidding me? Like, of, of, of any sports franchise in the world, they need it the least. Uh, and then for Manny Machado, it's the Dodgers, the Orioles, and the Cubs who have GoFundMe's from their fans. Uh, let's let's read one of them. Hal Steinbrenner's net worth as of August 2017 is $3.2 billion. It's like if you showed up with $40 million from a GoFundMe, he wouldn't even accept it. Because like, just opening the door for these sort of things would be more exa- – like $40 million is not worth shit to Hal Steinbrenner. Like you having to have a conversation – him having to feel like he has to have a conversation with you – once or twice a week because you gave him forty million dollars. You're like, well, and at the end, it's only forty million dollars. Like, it's not fucking worth it. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think he would get himself involved. Forty million. I mean, he'd take forty million dollars. He'd take it, but not if he but knew that if once every like three the, days if, he had to have a conversation. If with he's you. beholden right. to you, a guy from online, like he would probably rather not. Well, first of all, it's not really him getting the forty million dollars. It's it'd be going to Manny Machado. Or Bryce Harper, or something like that. So, the really all all that he'd be doing is opening the door for you to be making personnel decisions, and he doesn't really benefit from it in any way. Now, sure, it's, it would save him the money, and also another thing, like, isn't there sort of like a um, going to? How does Major League Baseball feel about this? 
Like I, I don't think that just, anyone's ever someone, pressed them for an answer. Someone just pumping money into a team so that they like someone who is not involved in the ownership setup in any way, pumping money into an organization so that they can sign players feels like a uh, a, a competitive advantage that other teams yeah. wouldn't have, <laughs> right? And it would just seem wildly unfair. Uh, and, well, the money would have to go to the Yankees because they have to pay. Like they would still be their I've, payroll. I've sneezed. I didn't have a. I don't have a button to stop that. Uh, I'm gonna read the post. Uh, the New York Yankees, specifically Hal Steinbrenner, are tightening their belts. The win-at-all-cost philosophy has been superseded by financial prudence. As such, the responsibility falls to us, the fans, to fund the next big winner that can take down the Astros, Red Sox, Dodgers, and the rest of the league. <laughs> are you ready for this last sentence? This is a kicker. If everyone in the country contributes just $1.25, we'll blow this goal out of the water. Let's bolster our outfield. Let's sign Bryce Harper. If everyone in the fucking country gives a dollar, like, yeah, I mean, why would why would I want to give them a dollar twenty five? I don't give a fuck. Browbeating the woman at CVS into giving Hal Steinbrenner a dollar twenty five. Like, exactly. Yeah. One, this assumes that there's a lot of people that. Uh, why would everyone in the country want to give a dollar twenty five? I, I, yeah. At best, you're working with like a Yankees fans. Five percent of the country, maybe. And that's a lot of fucking people's five percent of the country. Yeah, sixty million people or something like that. Thirty million. No, thirty million people. Eh, call it forty million Yankees fans in the country. No, uh, there's no way. Are there forty million? Yankees I'm giving fans. it a an aggressive, an, an aggressive estimate. Because like even then, the, and then this contract's going to be three hundred million dollars. So like you're not working with three hundred and fifty million people rooting for the uh, giving you a dollar twenty five. It's like we'll call them twenty if you don't like forty. The Yankees have 3.34 million Twitter followers. Okay. Uh, and there's plenty of, obviously, non-Twitter followers. So so call it 10 million Yankees fans, if you'd like. That's the, the highest number I'm willing to accept. Okay. Uh, these 10 million Yankees fans need to get to $300 million. So it's actually, they want like 300 bucks from all these people. Yeah. Uh, that... And in what world would we want to sign this guy and have the Yankees contribute fucking nothing? Because, like, they're going to sell the jerseys and still make the money off of them. Think about how mad people get when players underperform and they have zero money invested in it. <laughs> and then think about how upset they'd be if they personally gave Manny Machado $300 and he bats 240 Manny Machado would get, like, the, the cop argument all the time. Like, I pay your fucking salary. Yeah. Uh, like people get that, en- they get that enough. Just people through like ticket sales. Oh, and I, like imagine just writing an actual check. Uh, yeah. So the the GoFundMe is total dog shit. Absolutely awful. It's please, please don't bother. Why people are trying to make excuses for billionaires? Well, this I, has been this people, has been the a, worst year for GoFundMe's and things like that. It's an unfathomable amount of money for most people. I don't. Most people can't really wrap their head around how much money one billion dollars is i include myself in that i don't know i wouldn't like what what like what 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 is actually out there for me with one billion dollars what couldn't i afford at that point yeah no and and just like i i would still like have myself myself doing the stuff i do now with uh, one ten thousandth of that, one one hundred thousandth of that, whatever the fuck I'm worth. Do you know? And, and just like, it makes me think of like I was watching Peaky Blinders and like 
in, in one of the seasons, there's this like duchess that's just like, you're rich, but you don't know how to be rich. What would you What would you do with a billion dollars, Brendan? Um, I I would uh, buy that enormous whatever park building and then tear it down. the The boxy one. What What number is it? Uh, oh, four thirty two park. Four thirty two park, yeah. and then I blow it up. Oh, that's what. You, well, I would I would give it to charity, but that's you... that's a cool <laughs> idea too. <laughs> Uh, I'd use it as a homeless shelter, but like that's fine. Yeah, uh, no. If you want to uh, buy a building and blow it up, that's fine. But I, I do want to buy would, a building and blow it up. I would give it to the needy, but that's just me. You're forgetting. You're forgetting that uh, when you become a billionaire, you also automatically become a complete prick asshole, and nothing else matters. Like you just would. It well, it it, it, it alienates you from every yeah. the rest of the world because immediately they're just like, um, like what what are you gonna do? Ride the six train? And just stand like imagine imagine waiting eight minutes for a six train if you had one billion dollars. Uh, the thing I always think of is that in in the United Arab Emirates they have Uber for helicopters. And it's like this, and like an Uber for helicopters. I think like one of them will cost you like four grand if you're just going like across the city or whatever. Yeah, and you know what? If you got it, if you got a billion dollars, like it's like me spending, it's like me buying a soda. The cool thing about Uber for helicopters is that helicopters, with a lot of regularity, like crash into the water and everyone dies. Yeah. Well, who died? What owner? What sports team owner for soccer died in that helicopter crash? Oh, um, uh, oh, the, yeah, the owner of uh, of Leicester. Well, that you know what? That's the, fine. Well, the uh, the only trouble actually, he of uh, all of is he owners. actually like a decent guy be the good one oh god damn he was it. the only good one <laughs> like every universally everyone's just like like um like everything that he did like he was an important like part of the community <laughs> like he would give out like free food all the time and stuff like there was um so like is there QAnon theories about all that as well? Like, I, I just, I don't know anything. As, as I said earlier, um, do they just like every time something happens, they just have like extra theories? I for think, it, right? I think he's off their radar. Um, I because he's the owner of, I mean, he's uh, in Europe, uh, the English champions, uh, just three years ago. But um, God, that was three years ago. They're about. Um, but I, I think uh, they're more focused on uh, Kevin Spacey. I, I'm not talking about Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, Brendan, uh, Brendan doesn't want to say anything no, I to do. implicate his friend, Kevin Spacey. Uh, don't ruin the final season of House of Cards for me. Brendan, um, <laughs> doesn't, Brendan doesn't think it's important to stand up to powerful men. Uh, he, he thinks that... Uh, I respect power. I like power. When you can accrue power, I respect that. Kevin Spacey what? just can do whatever he wants. Brendan Brendan says, "There's the man can do no wrong." That's his opinion. That's uh, not my, that's not what I would say. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't. I don't think Kevin Spacey can do whatever he wants. And I think that um, I I hope that the state of Massachusetts I think um, really follows through on um, punishing him for what he's done. But Brendan doesn't believe. That. I you know what? Let me clarify my beliefs here. I am a fan of free markets, and if the free market says that Kevin Spacey can afford to do whatever he wants, then he absolutely should. Look, have we even? <laughs> yeah, that's that's that, that's the best one. Have we even explored the possibility that Kevin Spacey perhaps he'd like some money? Maybe Kevin Spacey can write him a check, and it's gonna all be taken care of. It's uh, that's absolutely what Kevin Spacey probably wrote somebody a check about thirty times before somebody said no. I don't want your fucking money. Like, well, how many things do you think Kevin Spacey has just disappeared? 
have you uh, have you looked into much of like uh, like anarcho capitalists believe? You know, I that, haven't. That's basically it. It, um, which is that like yeah. money money is the only deciding factor in anything, and that uh, just like listen, just like the the best thing about it is they were there was a Reddit thread that someone like posted a screenshot of, and uh, they were trying to figure out who would pay for roads and how. And someone's like, I mean, well, like, if everyone just, like, pooled a bit of their money and, like, just threw it in that way. So it's like, that's taxes, you idiot. <laughs> just like, we're trying to get away from this. <laughs> if everyone just contributed a little bit, we could all have something. <laughs> and just like, get, get out of get out of the NCAP subreddit. Uh, How a, dare you? A, a few years ago, when we were still allowed to talk about politics at one of my family Christmases, Somehow it came up just like something along the lines of like, well, what are the things that the government actually does well? And like my uncle came up, my uncle Trump supporter came up with like uh, unemployment and uh, and some other socialist thing. And my dad was like, you fucking idiot. Those are both socialism. Like unemployment is not possible unless everyone contributes to it. And he was like, well, I mean, it's just been around. He's like, no, it's fucking socialism. You're wrong. Um, yeah, my my uncle uh, uh, now out of the family. Um, when he uh, was saying a couple of years ago, his uh his strong libertarian beliefs, but um, but he was angling uh to collect permanent disability for uh, what I believe to be a completely fake back. Disability injury. is the other one. He permanent said, yeah. loved permanent disability. His entire life was angling towards getting permanent disability, but he was a libertarian. Whoops. Where do we leave off? Uh, I got distracted by. No, uh, I got the, I got the rundown. Support for Kevin Spacey. We got the rundown. We're going yeah. to Marco Rubio now. Oh, uh, Christ. Yeah. On December 27th, Marco Rubio tweeted uh, There's three tweets in this, so I'm just keep reading. Mm -hmm. uh, the legality of recent agreement between MLB and Cuban Baseball Federation rests on Obama era ruling that federation not controlled by Cuban government. This is not just factually incorrect. It is a farce, and I am working to get it overruled as soon as possible. Under this agreement, the Cuban government-controlled baseball federation will get 20% of total value of each MLB contract signed by a Cuban player. The regime will impose a new income tax on the player's earnings, even though the income is being earned by playing in the U.S. This is an excellent piece. Oh, this is just him talking about the piece that I read from the National Review, that wonderful fucking site, um, talking about uh, in more detail just what is going on. But he believes that this is uh, illegal and immoral, and he's confident that POTUS and the State Department will bring an end to this terrible one-sided deal. Uh, to me, this is just like – he's only thinking of one side of this. He doesn't want to give money to Cuba. And like on the other side of this, you have players dealing with defection, which is fucking dangerous and awful. Like The, the stories that like, Yasiel Puig had to hike for like 36 hours to get to a secluded enough spot to take a boat to Florida – I believe Araldus Chapman. I could be wrong about who it was, but like I remember reading about one of the Cuban players who had to just basically hide in an airport bathroom for like four or five hours until uh, I guess a coyote came to pick him up, or like somebody working with Major League Baseball. I would hide in the uh, when I worked at the car dealership. I would spend four or five hours in the bathroom. Mm, that's just because you were eating fast food back then. No, it was because uh, I didn't want to do any work. Did you really? I don't think I spent four or five hours in the bathroom, but I would say that I was pushing over an hour a day. I'd say you, you break it up, you know. Yeah, you no, know, you got to do it in like five ten minute segments. Yeah, but well, you know, you, you what you do in the morning is you you do your whole morning routine and you you, you save your morning shit for work if, so that you can dump out on company time. You know you what? Uh, these things. 
if being being in a bathroom isn't so bad, I mean, you got a toilet in there, you got running water. There's no food generally. You can bring food in, but you got to worry about what will people say, you know, if you're eating on the toilet. <laughs> I mean, there's a door. You uh you take your coffee in there with you, something like that. That's a gray area. That's a very gray area. I, I mean, if there's, like, a separated sink, it's not, like, a tiny-ass room. You can just leave it on the corner of the sink. But if you're, like, sipping in the bathroom, like, everybody's brought their beer into a bar bathroom. Oh, yeah. Which is basically the same thing. And as long as you're not, like, actively doing both, it's fine. Uh, but if, you, if, you're, if you're using the facilities with drink in hand, that, that's problematic for me. Well, you know, like, at, at sports arenas, they got that ledge over top of the urinals. Right, right, yeah. right. Uh, also, my big problem with this is like the funding ter- funding communist regimes are like some pretty hot buzzwords. But if you really think about how much money would actually be going back to Cuba to keep these players safe and be able to like stay a part of Cuban society after they've played Major League Baseball, it's really not that much fucking money for a a, a federal government. Like Yohannes Cespedes, what did he get? One hundred twenty million dollars, and they would want twenty percent of that. That's a lot. It's a lot. It's like twelve, twenty. It's like twenty-four million dollars. But for like the government of Cuba, is it really that much money? If you're if if you're a government measuring things in millions, it's not that much money. Like these things go into billions and trillions very easily. I don't know what uh, Cuba's um, GDP, GDP is. is, but I imagine twenty million dollars to Cuba is more than it is to us. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it is. GDP per capita is seven thousand, but that doesn't help. No, uh, eighty-seven billion dollars is their GDP. Pretty good. So, like, there's no way that this would even reach one billion. Like, I, I can't imagine a scenario where they have so many excellent Cuban baseball players that would even reach a billion dollars. So, like, we're just uh, like, you don't want to give money to Cuba. That's fine, but like, we're you're, you're genuinely risking all these baseball players' lives and uh, excommunicating them from the country they were born and raised in because. What? Felt like it? Yeah, because like you just don't like Cuba, and like I got an axe to grind, and I'm gonna make it your problem. Yeah, I, that's why I don't care for this post. I put this in there. I'm willing to. Oh, I will die. I'll die this. for this. You know, um, Marco Rubio seems like someone who, like, continuation on a theme. He seems like someone who gets like locked in bathrooms pretty regularly. <laughs> He's just a, he's an insufferable dork. Like Marco Rubio has uh, spent his entire childhood being shoved into lockers, and that's why he's like this. Imagine if NFL team was trailing twenty four twenty two, but in final seconds twenty four twenty. That's that sounds like a lead, Brendan. NFL team was trailing twenty four twenty two, but in I, final I, seconds I, I, hits I, a I, three point kick to win. Then after game, lawyers for losing team get a judge to order rules changed so that the final second field goal are only one point instead of three. Well, that's how Democrat lawyers plan to steal the Florida election. Thank you, Marco. This, is, this was <laughs> the tweet was written by your brother. <laughs> <laughs> but in final seconds, hits a three point kick. I love calling it a three point kick. Three point kick is really good. Uh, that sounds well, yeah. It's it's like you're saying um uh your your brother's description of the eagle season um or um or or the scene in uh when uh 
when Eddie Murphy is explaining the the, the Packer game uh, to Mr. McDowell in Coming to America. I don't remember last time I saw Coming to America. Uh, my brother would definitely come up in this podcast again. Uh, he's he's one of those people who likes to pretend he watches sports. Two people that watch sports and like you can't within a minute he's found out, but he still talks about it. Once again, not watching sports is completely acceptable. A lot of people don't. Uh, a thousand. I, I said this to him over the weekend. I was just like, "Why do you? Why were you pretending all year?" He was like, "He's like, I haven't really watched this year." I was like, so why are you so pretending? Why, why do you have really passionate replies He's like, in the group text? Like you Google things to talk about that don't make any sense. I he something came up and then he said just like just like the Raiders did with the with their awful quarterback. He's like, "Yeah, I mean Derek Carr's bad." He's like, "Well, they traded." For AJ McCarron, a man who's never won an NFL, he said something like that. Like an NFL start is like, well, Rick, he's Derek Carr's the quarterback. It doesn't matter. Like yeah. AJ McCarron's just the backup because they don't feel like paying anybody else. Yeah, it's... he's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he's like, that's not why the Raiders have lost this year. Yeah, he he's been a Raider for ten minutes. I have here in my notes that uh, the U.S. Uh, can, <laughs> the U.S. is currently uh, involved in a conflict in Vietnam. Uh... <laughs> yeah, the Korean <laughs> War is still on. Yeah, just the. Uh... I think this is current. <laughs> this is well, it's just like the Korean conflict where we lose people every year. It's been one of the deadliest that we've ever had. Yeah. Like, what are you fucking talking about? There's a documentary about this that's called Mash, <laughs> um, and it looks like uh, things are pretty bad over there. And I don't really think that we should be dragged into another conflict while this is going on. Uh, okay, so yeah, to sum up the Marco Rubio thing, I, I understand what he's saying, but this is not the right. Like he's a senator, you can just negotiate with Cuba and the Cuba embargo as we mostly agree is total horseshit uh yes yes well um again well, well, any any actual communist government has been uh undermined completely by uh u.s foreign policy so the cia uh, that's right yeah you hear that the cia is uh, on the dismal tide shit list the oh deep, certainly uh the deep state um we're 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 coming after we're, we're gonna spill the tea on the cia uh, but I say, um, on the other hand, as the, James Comey, come on Dismal Tide. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Would love to talk to old Jim Comey. Yes, Queen, please come on Dismal Tide. Uh, welcome, uh, a proud member of the resistance against um, uh, this the uh, this Cheeto president. Oh my God, not my Cheeto president. Brendan has a pin that says that now. Yeah, it, it, it was a gift. It was a gift. It was, it was a really, gag a, gift. A, a really good one. Yeah, it's a good gag I, gift. But I it's like an a, orange pin, and it says, not my Cheeto president. I got, a, I got a We Go High pin, and it's also very funny. Yeah, I forgot that it was Michelle Obama who said that and not uh, Shillery. Um, well, that's because everything that everyone said was immediately grafted onto Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Um, same goes for when Elizabeth Warren, uh, the, yet, uh, nevertheless, she persisted. Immediately became something about Hillary, even though it was definitely something about Liz Warren, who um, the Hillary people generally don't like. Everything is theirs. That's white, 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 well, it, it, white it, women. <laughs> everything belongs to white women. Oh God, you couldn't be more correct about that. Raise up the microphone. You want to move on? Um. Uh. Yes. Our next tweet at December twenty ninth, eleven fifty seven p.m. From Darren Ravel said, between Rousey and Cyborg, Amanda Nunez just has single-handedly killed the most valuable women in the sport, brutally damaging to UFC. Nunez isn't in the same marketing ballpark as either of those two. Uh, Darren yeah. Ravel is going to get some playtime on this podcast. Darren Ravel, well, uh, again, everyone told him to shut up because they're they're just like, 
how is um, this woman knocking off the two biggest names in the history of um, the women's side of the sport? Like, how is that not good for the sport? And he's just like, just isn't, which, by the way, is... It's awful for the NFL whenever the Patriots lose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, um, I, I mean, was... Okay, I don't follow uh, UFC that closely, but I don't remember, like... Like people like Chris Cyborg, but Chris Cyborg is not a household name. She was not Ronda Rousey. She wasn't no. Ronda Rousey. No. Um, and Ronda Rousey also had a pretty normal career path for like an excellent fighter. Ronda Rousey was just the best at the time, right? She, uh, and she was like the first notable woman UFC. Yeah, fighter. and she just wailed on people um, because it was it wasn't that strong. But, but like, Ronda now, Rousey had a like a pretty normal career. She had just like a, a championship run of what, like two years, and yeah. then she lost. Yeah, um, but now there are women who are outrageously good, yeah, it's um, much better where, than Ronda and, Rousey was, and better than she ever was. Yeah, it and, really sucks when somebody pushes the sport forward and raises the level. Yeah, of and competition. Now, yeah, and now it's better to watch. And now the best we've ever seen is Amanda Nunez, <laughs> and, and that sucks. Apparently, yeah, it's awful. So well, uh, I watch. Listen. I found um, a, a wonderful stream that um, didn't cost $65. Um, I watched it on BT Sport, and how I came across it is uh, irrelevant. Um, and uh, so I got to watch some gambling commercials with Ray Winstone and Alan Ford. And oh, was, hell yeah. Yeah, they were they were good. Ray Winstone's doing gambling commercials? Yeah. Every, I, just, I would just let that man just speak to whatever he wants. Just, like, give him five minutes a day. I want him in my life. Yeah, the, uh, a quick aside. Um, sports betting, while cool, um, seems to just, like, swallow the entire, like, British sports industry whole. Like, like like more than half of it's coming like, for us like too. More, more than half of like shirt sponsors um in the in the Premier League are all uh gambling bet, are, are gambling sites. Uh they're they're it's just constant commercials. Like there's branding tie ins for everything. Like you're gonna have to deal with like um uh, all the Patty Power and William Hill like segments on Sunday countdown and things like that. Um but in general, it's still good. You should be able to gamble on sports. Who cares? But um, I'm just saying the the, the marketing around it is, will become unbearable. Gambling just prints money. Yes. Uh, just for the record, though, Dismal Tide, very pro-gambling. Pro-gambling. Very pro-gambling. Um, if, uh, if you have a problem with uh, gambling, call a 1-800-GAMBLER. Um, uh, I also wanted to bring up. Uh, just in case anyone forgot, I went to the Deadspin Awards a couple weeks ago because it was given a ticket by a friend, and they uh, yeah not a not not invited as press no, and uh, they awarded worst tweet of the year to Darren Ravel's tweet during Christine Blasey Ford's uh, testimony where he talked about the uh, the value that Coke did not have to pay for the exposure that her drinking a Coke during her testimony gave them. It was like one point one two million dollars that their brand was increased during this testimony everybody just kind of went like i fucking cool <sighs> that is rightfully the worst tweet of the year that, that was the worst that, tweet of the year that really does sum up what we're trying to do here yeah that 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 tweet is so depressing and it, it's it's exactly what we're looking for are we gonna find it every week we're gonna try we could use your help. So, and uh, what else did I want to say about um, about UFC? I mean, it was a it was a cool fight. It was fifty one seconds, and 
Chris Cyborg got demolished. When was the last time John Jones fought before this? Was that within we the wa- last year? We watched it. Was it that was, the, within the last year? It was uh, thereabout. I don't. So like, what is this? What was his steroid suspension? What, what kind of? Why even pretend to suspend the guy? I don't know. Like, I'm fine with him fighting, and I'm. Well, uh, I also really uh, actively using steroids to like bury bonds yourself. I don't agree with, but I think steroids should be legal for like recuperation from injuries. Yeah. Like, pretty much like what Bartolo Colon did to add six years to his MLB career. He just disappeared for a while and got, I think he, like, platelet replacement or something like I don't remember. What, but in Cuba, he got it. And then uh, he came back and he was like, hey, I'm healthy again. I could pitch for six more years. Yeah. And you know what? People love him. And that's what that's that's the steroids that Andy Pettit used. He didn't use, like, HGH or anything. Yeah. But, like, whenever he was hurt, he would take some steroids and to recover. Andy Pettit also apologized immediately and explained himself, and everyone likes Andy Pettit. Right, and it's correct. He didn't if do his Rafael Palmero uh, sitting in front of Congress uh, wagging his finger. Now, granted, if I were Rafael Palmero and I had got called in front of Congress, I would have been pretty pissed off too. Yes. Yeah, I would have been annoyed. I, I would have been really mad that they made me go there. Con- Congress is the Congress and the Senate have really had some. Uh, I think that they called in a, like a bunch of baseball players to talk about like tobacco use in baseball during the Senate, and, like, John McCain was talking to, like, Mark McGuire about it, and it's just like, who fucking cares? These guys aren't smoking on the field, and even if they were, again, who fucking cares? If you can smoke a cigarette and catch a fly ball, if you can charge down a fly ball with a cigarette in your mouth, and actually, you know what? You got a free hand. Yeah. And, uh, look, if you don't need to make a throw, if there's not runners on... Base is empty. You can keep a cigarette in your in in your other hand. It doesn't matter. I, I'm pretty much against talking about how bad tobacco is anymore because like, I think we've done a pretty good job Everyone at knows. this point. Like if you're smoking, you know what you're doing. Did you see the? There's a chart of teen smoking. It's like percentage. It's like percentage of high school seniors who say they smoke, and it was around like 35 percent in like 1990, and it's down below like five percent. But then someone put a line on there for e-cigarette use and it just goes straight up <laughs> for like um from like 2000 because like it starts in like 2010 or whatever and then over like or 2012 and over the last six or eight years it just goes like straight up yeah jewel really jewel really hopped in and uh yeah cornered the market and here's the thing they should have just sold their brand at the heat of it is it healthier than, of it, is, is it healthier than smoking as far as we know but <laughs> in about five or ten years when people start getting vaping-related cancers, like, the, then we're going to find out. Yeah, well, it turns out that anything you put into your body that doesn't belong there is probably going to make you sick in some capacity. Yeah. It's always the thing I think of when uh, when I was a, a senior in high school and I was driving this, this kid that I now openly hate to school. Mm-hmm. And I was just like – I was 17. It was a terrible driver. And, like, I did something in my car that wasn't great for it. And he was like, that's really bad for your car. And I just looked at him and was like, you know what else is really bad for your fucking car, Ryan? Driving in general. And, like, that's how I feel about a lot of these things. Just, like, doing anything that's not just, like, eating 100% natural ingredients and living a very healthy, uh, exercise-oriented lifestyle is very bad for you. Yeah. Just, like, shut up. Oh, sure, we'd love to have just a bunch of easy highway miles. But sometimes we're going to have to slam the brakes. Yep. Uh, Moving on to our final reply. Uh, is from Marquette King, and I know you want to talk about the comments, but I'm going to read the original post and let you handle the comments if that's okay. You want to load them up? Yeah. Let me know when you're ready. Okay. Uh, so our final reply is from Marquette King. Who Who is Marquette King? He is the punter for the Raiders. Okay. 
It says, hey, UFC, since y'all got hot girls walking around the ring before a fight with the round cards, with the round cards before dudes fight, y'all should switch it up when the girls fight and let good-looking guys such as myself walk around. I'll be the first. A fun and progressive take on uh, on the uh, tired and sexist institution of ring girls. Yeah, I enjoy that tweet. That's a good tweet. So it's a good tweet, and and it's 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 lighthearted. It's fun, um, and uh, and he gets a good point across. So predictably, um, of every single reply to this, just about well, uh, I'd say of the fifty-seven replies, about fifty of them are just calling Marquette King gay. <laughs> Yeah, Yo, you gay, dude. So gay there's the, there's the one. Well, there's the, the gif of um from the community gif of Chang yelling "gay." Um, I'm sure uh, everyone involved in the community is thrilled that that's being used for this purpose. <laughs> um, you got a. Uh, I see Chris Farley dancing in the Chippendales thing. You got um. Oh, oh we got the little, Nick Young question there's mark. There's a couple yet. more uh, supportive ones in here. Marquette King wants to see a guy walking around the ring before fights. I knew you was funny, funny. I knew you were lighting the loafers. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but still. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but still. <laughs> and um, Oh, man, this one's tough. Uh, his, his display name is just Jason. I think Nunez is cool with keeping the ladies. Like, Jesus, man. Oh, uh, Marquette King is actually a, a free agent. He was a Raider, but no longer. Uh, turns out there's a lot of men who don't want this sort of tra- change to happen. A lot of these <laughs> comments are men calling him gay and saying no. <laughs> oh wait, yeah, I'm way behind on uh, on on market. Uh, predict, you know what? I didn't watch a lot of Raider games this year. Sorry. You know who else didn't? The entire fucking city of Oakland. God, we'll get to the Raiders some other day with like. I just like that franchise on fire. Yeah, uh, the Raiders released him on March 30th of 2018, and then he signed for the Broncos on a three-year deal, um, but uh, picked up a, a bad thigh injury. Uh, so the Broncos just uh, reached an injury settlement with him, and he's a free agent. I think with that, we can end our first segment and move on to another one. What do you say? Uh, yeah. Great. I was trying to think of a reason to say no. <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on to uh, our next segment titled uh, Retire, Bitch, and we're going to play the drop right here. Um, so in this segment, we're going to try and uh, retire media that we don't care for anymore. We don't need it anymore. Anything you'd like to add? Uh, personally, I... Um... Get it all out of here. I think uh, it's all bad. And while we are making a list, um, it, well, uh, okay. My my initial reaction when you suggested this sort of thing was that it's a waste of time because it's obvious that all this stuff sucks. But having it collected in one place, I think, is important. This is um, I, I don't know if this is was your direct inspiration, um, but I think of the the uh, whiteboard that the workaholics writers it had. Was. Okay. Yeah, so that that is um, now sort of sacred text. I mean, say what you will about workaholics. Uh, you know, m- more often than not, a seven out of ten show at best. But the writers uh, were keeping track of every single cliche that ever got pitched or suggested, or they probably just sat there and just brainstormed all of them and wrote them all down on t- on two whiteboards so that they could never be used in the workaholic script. So things like. Um, 
you know, uh, when you do like a when insulting someone and then do like they're right behind me, aren't they? Or um, using awkward as a punchline or things like that. Um, so in that regard, we are uh, we are now uh, trying to compile every single thing that never needs to be done again on social media. Uh, and our first entry, would you like to do both of them or one of them? No, it is called – also, I want to mention that it is called uh, Retire Bitch, which is also a, a, catch, a Twitter catchphrase based on the um, classic Danny DeVito tweet where he said, Anthony Scalia, retire bitch, and in a way he has because he's dead. He's retired permanently. Yeah, he's retired, retired from life, the old piece of shit. All right, so you want to do one of them or both of them? Um, you know what? Let's let's do both of them because yeah, uh, it's it's the first episode, and you, you look, you don't you live for today, Brendan. We don't know if there's going to be a tomorrow. Uh, all right. So the we are going to be retiring two gifts. The first gift, the uh, Parks and Rec Andy Dwyer gasping gift. If anyone replies to the uh, as a as a rule, um, uh, blocking anyone who I see post that ever. And uh, I've made some good progress, but I still see it sometimes, so I got a lot more people left to block. And the other gif is from The Office, the Michael Scott, no, 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 gif. Uh, m mostly because these are just posted on things instead of, like, actually thinking about anything to say. People who reply with gifs need their own network and so that they never uh, darken my doors again. I am so sick of all of it that it, it it does eliminate i i mean a lot of people are following like so many people respond with gifts like uh, i'm i'm not saying i disagree with you i'm just saying that like of the twitter people what do you think like 40 percent we could lose 40 percent of twitter that'd be okay we, we could lose 40 percent of twitter easily and it would still be it, oh, it would be better i mean look if it were up to me Every account created from after December thirty first, twenty fifteen, would be wiped. I mean, hmm. like, and but we would reinstate the people that have been uh, blocked since. Uh sure. I think I was technically on Twitter before that, but I never used it, so I'm still in. So May, that's fine. May fifth, two thousand nine. I got on board with this bullshit. Two thousand nine. I'm coming. That's I'm, later com than I'm, com I'm coming up on ten years. When did it? 2007, I think it started. started? Yeah. Okay. But it wasn't uh, – I don't think much was happening until 2009. And then you got it, – it was really great from like 2010 like, to 2013. That was the golden era. And when did you want to – when was your cutoff? 15? The end of 2015? Anything that was made in from, – from 2016 onwards, okay. all those accounts need to go away. That's all of the resistance, resistance grifters. It's all of the Trump sycophants. Basically, everyone who replies to the president. <laughs> oh, my God. I Except think, for the Krasensteins. Well, uh, the Krasensteins are hysterical. Um, but I don't know how they have time to just be outraged all the time. Anyone who's ever accused anyone of being a bot uh, can be uh, removed from the website. Um, this is pretty much a podcast for you into yourself, just like who needs to be off Twitter. Just yeah. like, let's give Mike a half hour a week to just talk about everybody that needs to be purged. Yeah, <laughs> Stalin-esque purge. <laughs> Oh, Twitter. Stalin would be loving this. Oh, we love it. All right. And our. So, and, uh, oh, oh, you're more, not done. I'm sorry. No, I want to say another thing about uh, all the GIF replies. What do you think you're adding? 
What do you think you're at? You're just hoping to get a you, chuckle. You post it and then you and then you turn your phone to somebody and go like, look, I said it, so I had to hit him with the Andy Dwyer. And by the way, uh, both Parks and Rec in the Office, uh, not very good. Uh, I like the Office. I it's, like the Office more than Parks and Rec. I just don't. It's it's not what I want out of comedy. I don't like them just. Um. Pan, Jim Jim was an asshole. Um, Jim uh, doesn't deserve uh, like why like, we've got to constantly feel sad for Jim. No. No, nobody feels sad for Jim. Maybe for the first like two seasons, but he gets the girl and holds the girl for the remainder of the show. Yeah, it's uh, he was an asshole though. Yeah, Jim Jim was wrong. Pam shouldn't have uh, been with him. And uh, Parks and Rec, there are there are like full episodes of Parks and Rec. You can go five six episodes in a row, especially in later seasons, where there are no jokes. It's all just supposed to be sad. Everyone has to like there was there was I I swear they had to have some rotation. Where everyone had to date everyone on the show. So that, yeah, there was the, some weird. Like, there was no reason Aziz Ansari should have been dating Rashida Jones. Garbage. Yeah, uh, just straight up and down. Uh, just unbearable. Not funny. Not interesting. I definitely like these shows much more than you do, but I'll never watch Parks and Rec again. Like, I'll, I'll never like put it up on Netflix ever again. I never need to see it. It's been done to death, and the gifts have really run it to the ground for me. The Office, I will watch again. I like The Office. I never need look, to see another episode look, of Parks there's, and Rec. There's some very funny things from both shows. Right. But as a whole. It's just I don't need the, it anymore. The idea of watching an entire season of Parks and Rec makes me physically sick. Uh, the idea of like trying to tune in and watch like specifically the last two seasons of Parks and Rec, where there it's all fan service. It's it's I don't think that they were doing twenty four episode seasons at that point. I think that they had reasonable season lengths where the office did not. Now Actually, I could be wrong about that. I think there's hundreds of Parks and Rec episodes. What are we at? We're about two hours here? No, we're 59. Oh, wow. And we got some stuff to cut. I just want to see how many episodes are in a general season cut of Parks and Rec. Time. Oh, I take it all back. How many episodes do you think Amy Poehler was in? They did, what, seven seasons? I think so. Six or seven. I don't think it was eight. So it's uh, 22 times seven, right? Maybe they had one shortened season due to the writer strike, but 154 episodes. 125. 120. Yeah, and they probably did one half season during the writer strike. Uh, when was the writer strike? Seven seasons. Wasn't the writer strike in like 07? Uh, you know what? Every day is the same to me. <laughs> uh, I don't think that they got hit with the writer strike because I think they were too late for it. Um, yeah. I don't think that they had any shortened seasons. Uh, all right, so we're going to move on to – I think we have two segments remaining. I'm going to save my favorite one for last. So uh, we're going to try and find a, a really lame and earnest tweet from a professional athlete every, every week. Uh, because It's really easy because most social media accounts by athletes are definitely not run by them. Um, but this is my favorite one. It is called. It, we're going to call this our wholesome tweet of the week. <laughs> My boy, Reese Hoskins of the Philadelphia Phillies, mm -hmm. he tweeted this December 28th at 10 a.m., and it says, quote, man, it's been a heck of a year in sports, and there's so much more to come. Praise hands. Hashtag sports are fun. And you know what? They are. Uh, 
again, um, the the Hall of Fame entry for uh, for this is from July 30th, 2012, when Jacob Degrom tweeted, "Awesome steak dinner at Outback with my parents." <laughs> again, like this came up the when um, when what's his name from the the Brewers, like all his old racist posts were found, and someone's just like, <laughs> just like somebody goes, every single athlete, uh, seemingly has a racist past and then Jacob deGrom has this. <laughs> uh, um all right. That's going to be a pretty concise segment most weeks. Uh pretty tight. We'll keep it tight. Yeah. Uh and our final one and there's there's we also got some more segments that we're just not going to be able to populate every single week. Um more segments will come though. Oh, I hope We'll see. So I accidentally clicked Skype there. I want to make sure I didn't fuck up my microphone. Yeah, okay. So our final segment is called the Weepy Horny Beard Guy of the Week. This, of course, is based on the um, wonderful and uh, historic um, uh, Andrew Hudson post um, on his old <laughs> – he, re- he reposted it for posterity after getting banned. He got banned for telling um, Harlan Hill uh, that he looked like shit. <laughs> and um and he did. He does. He does it yeah. permanently look like he po- shit. It was the picture that he posted of him smoking a cigar on the beach, and he just replied, "You look like shit," and that somehow got him a, a permanent ban. Um, but anyway, Funny. um, hold on. Let me. Let All me. right. So our wait, 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 oh, wait. Oh, I want to just for those for those who do not know uh, what this is in reference to, it uh, it goes Jenny Buzzfeed. Sorry, I sang Mama Number Five at your dad's funeral. 3.2 thousand retweets, 7.8 thousand likes. Weepy horny beard guy. Oh my god, Jenny. <laughs> and someone did put it side by side with uh, um, Jen Kirkman saying, Nancy Pelosi would be a good name for a riot girl band. And someone going, oh my god, yes. And it does look like a depressed man with a beard. <laughs> I just, uh, I always, well, I'm going to read the, uh, the tweet first, actually. Uh, I don't have the original Chloe. Kim tweet like verbatim in front of me, but basically Chloe Quim, Chloe Quim, Chloe Quim, uh, Olympic snowboarder Chloe Kim, Chloe Kim, I uh, can get it on hand pretty quick. Tweeted tweeted a picture and just said like she accidentally. Did, well, you'll get the exact text on hand, but like she accidentally took a picture of her chin with a Polaroid and she posted that accidental picture online. Yeah, reading the tweet uh, it doesn't seem as important now. That really does get everything across about. It. She accidentally took a Polaroid of her chin like from a from an up angle. Oh my god! I just I just said that. Oh, fine. Uh, and this is the the weepy horny. Re- what is it? Weepy horny beard guy. That's it. Weepy, weepy horny beard guy of the week belongs to actual multiple people who uh, tweeted felt the need to tweet at her and say things along the lines of "Can I have it?" But for real, can I ha- have it? I was wondering if I could have that. Can I have it? Can I keep it? It's just like it's t- all down the line, and so I'm like, what an adorable chin it is, and all right. I also want to say that we're I'm I'm grading on okay all these replies are gross and stupid but we are grading on something of a curve here because Chloe Kim is also 18 years old so if you are 40 and you're replying with this you're worse I want to yeah <laughs> no none I'm... of it's good but some are worse than others oh man and one I of think these your, guys your age factors in heavily here if yes. you are also 18 years old. I'm going to go ahead and say, stop it. If you're 40, I'm going to say, get in jail. Now, I'm looking at the screenshot that you gave that you gave me for the uh, for the doc, mm-hmm. and the first one is by someone named Peyton. I'm not going to read her at. 
one. Well, but it looks like she's just a high school girl yeah, who might be looks, earnestly asking could, for it. Yeah, it could be. And that's it's, okay. Yeah, it looks like her uh, picture for like her field hockey team. Um, I I do want to read out one guy's name just because it's really funny. This player name is Michael, but his at is Mike Stealth Mode, and then his picture is of a B two bomber, but it's a really shitty picture of a B two bomber. <laughs> like he couldn't find a better one that would actually fit the the like profile picture. Like it's it rules. Oh yeah, 